everybody. Welcome to the St. Canard Files of Darkwing Duck Podcast. I'm your host, Will Santana, and Stan Lund, once again, with you. All right, Stan, we got another filler episode today. Again, we don't know when this is going to drop, but we kind of starting to get a feeling we know when it's going to drop now, and we kind of know, got a feeling of what order they're going to come. <laughs> all right, but uh, Stan, how's it going, man? You doing okay? Yeah, I'm doing all right. Just waiting for this heat wave up here in Vermont to finally break. Oh yeah, it's starting to get hot, man. Uh I have not turned on my air conditioner yet. Uh here in I don't Georgia. I own an air conditioner. Oh, you don't? No, I'm relying on fans. Okay. Uh, I've been relying on fans right now just because you know I, I the air conditioner makes my electrical bill go up a lot more, almost yeah. like double and triple. <laughs> so I'm trying my best to prevent myself from using the AC. But if I do turn it on, I think for right now, because it's only hitting 80s at, at uh, my house at, at nighttime uh that's when i might turn on the ac because the house will get cooler quicker because it's night right yeah the sun's not beaming on my roof or through my windows you know so i might do that for right now and then like once it hits a certain temperature turn it off all right but uh stan you know real quick man i, I know we're going to show off some toys and stuff or not toys but some darkwing merchandise um but we have a six page review to do today so it's going to be really short um Let's talk a little bit about like hidden gems you think from like 80s and 90s cartoon series. Hidden gems. Hidden gems. So not the not the most obvious. Not the Ninja yet. Turtles, not the DuckTales, kind of like off the radar, you know, to to you, what you may think. Well, uh, do you, oh, go ahead. Obviously, gem number one would be the Back to the Future animated series. Okay, you think that's a really good series or kind of is decent it's, it's pretty good to me okay what about you think the most people you think most people would like it because you you I, are a back to the future of a fanboy so you are a little biased i think it's good enough that most people would enjoy it yes okay okay uh what are some of the voice actors on there well we have at least one uh darkwing voice actor on there who's that megavolt Dan Castellaneta. Hey. He voices Doc Brown. All right. Who who do you know who voiced uh Marty? I don't You don't know? Okay. I had it. I, it wasn't Michael J. Fox. Okay. So I will say Tom Wilson came back to voice Biff and all of Biff's ancestors, and Mary Steenburgen came back as Clara. And oh, they okay. did get Christopher Lloyd back for the live action segments with Doc Brown, as well as a up-and-coming Bill Nye the Science Guy. Okay. Okay. So you got Back to the Future as a hit of gem. I'm going to name one right now. Uh, I just started watching it like a week ago. Uh, it was recommended to me by Mr. Cody Blythe. And uh, it's the Mask uh, animated series. I'm, yeah. I'm really enjoying it. Like it, it's kind of darker. You know what? I don't want to compare yet because that's going to be my next hidden gem I want to mention. Uh, but I, I'll, I'll get to the comparison, but I'm enjoying it. Rob Paulson is the voice of the mask. Jim Cummings is in there. It, it's solid, dude. It, it, it is really funny to me, man. I'm really enjoying it. All right. Do you do you have another one you want to name? Uh, possibly. I'm not sure if it's a hidden gem or not, though. Okay. Uh, the Sonic Sat AM series. Is that the one Jaleel White did a voice for? Well, he did the voice for both of them, but okay. this is the one that had that had the dark storyline where the citizens of Mobius were being turned into robots by Robotnik, and there's like pollution everywhere. Okay. You now, 
where the stakes are high, you know, and Jim Cummings, of course, kills it as Robotnik. <laughs> and it's a really good series to you? Really good. Like, it is the crown jewel of Sonic cartoons. Okay, okay. All right, Um, my next one, I the movie is not a hidden gem, but I think the cartoon is. Uh, the cartoon does not really connect with the movie that well. There's a lot of new characters, and there's, there's some things that are completely off. Uh, this is my comparison to the mask. Like when I started watching this, I was like, yo, this reminds me of this, that series. And the series I'm talking about is Beetlejuice. Oh, uh, great show. I, I'm not sure if it's a hidden gem, though. I think you a, don't think so? a lot of people love that one. I never hear it get talked about, though. When it comes to like 80s and 90 nostalgia, I never hear it come, come up. I used to watch it on Nickelodeon. Is that where it originally aired? Uh, I don't think so i think it originally aired like on cbs okay box okay because see when it comes to nickelodeon that's where i used to watch it but i never caught it when it premiered i always caught it caught it syndicated uh i always hear doug uh rugrats ren and stimpy uh hey arnold you know i always hear those um what's what's the one monsters uh all All real monsters all real monsters i always hear those i never hear about the beetlejuice one so, but I always assumed Beetlejuice was a Nickelodeon. I could be wrong though. Yeah, I, I don't think it was. Okay. Yeah, but I, I, so you don't think it's a hidden gem at all? I, eh. I think a lot more people have okay. nostalgia for that one. Okay. All right. So now that we talked about some little hidden gems and stuff on Cartoon, uh, me and uh, Stan, we did a little thing last uh, filler episode where we kind of show some uncommon. Darkwing collect their items. Uh, Stan, you want to start off first, or you want me to go first this time? Uh, you go first this time. Okay. Um, I don't think this is common. Uh, I got mine sealed. I do see it a little more frequently loose, but I got it sealed. Uh, it's dead. It needs a new battery. <laughs> and I'm talking about the Darkwing watch. Do you have this, uh, Stan? No. I don't though I think I may have had it as a kid mm-hmm. I never had it until maybe three years ago or so I finally got it um I got mine for 20 I normally see it from like 40 to 60 dollar range though yeah that's about the same range you see it for 40 to 60 yeah uh, well at least sealed, sealed. yeah sealed yeah. loose I see it all over the place anywhere from 15 to 40 yeah yeah, loose, but I, I mine is sealed, so I, I would say forty to sixty for it sealed is, is a fair price. I got it for twenty though. All right, go ahead, Stan. So my I first item here. A lot of people are very familiar with the Playmates Darkwing figures, but a lot less people realize that Applause did a line of little vinyl bendable figures. I've got the Darkwing here. I also have the Goslin. I think they also made Launchpad, Honker, possibly Steelbeak. Like, basically, most of the figures they made for Playmates, they made for these Bendy figures. Okay. It, it, it does look like the Playmate, but like a miniature version of it. Yeah. And they are usually pretty hard to find. I got mine for a fairly cheap price. Okay. All right. Uh, the next thing I got, it's not uncommon. I think it is a common item. The thing is, complete, I think, makes it uncommon. Yeah. Uh, and I'm talking about the Darkwing NES game. Uh, I have the, the box, I have the manual, 
and I had the game in the black sleeve with the game. Uh, yeah. the, and the only thing also added on the mind is I got some autographs on there. Uh, I got Terry McGovern's right there. Uh, I got Jim's right there. And it's over Katie Lee's. He did not see Katie. How did he not see that green there? He signed right over it. Oh, it frustrates me so bad. But all three are there yeah. so far. Yeah. My my NES game isn't doesn't have quite the prestige of yours. I do have the original game and manual, thanks mm-hmm. to you, actually. But <laughs> I actually had to get a reproduction box for mine. But it, it looks awesome on the shelf. Like, you'd look at it, you wouldn't be able to tell the difference. Yeah, man, just be patient. Uh, I I highly write. I I know you don't really have too many cons in your area, but I went to a retro video game convention, and that's how I was able to get you the extra manual. I got it for five bucks or ten bucks, something like that. Well, and then uh, it was something you actually had kicking around. You didn't yeah. go special to get it. Like you, I think you had the manual already. Oh well, this is what happened. I bought the box and the game from uh, my friend Oscar. No, 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 not Oscar. Uh, it was uh, Jose. And he was on the podcast once on the Turbo Graphics episode. Uh, Jose sold it to me for $20, the game in the box. But he said it was missing the manual, right? So I went all over that convention trying to find the manual. And I found it, though, after like two hours of digging in other boxes and stuff. And then when I got back to my hotel room, I opened this up. The manual was in there. <laughs> I was like, Jose, you idiot. <laughs> now I got two manuals. <laughs> that worked out for you, didn't it? Yeah. <laughs> All right. So it's my turn, right? Or is yours? It's my turn. You just did the NES game. But then you did some after the NES game, and then I went back to it. No. No? Okay, go ahead. <laughs> so uh next up, I've got the Disney on Ice pink darkwing plush. I'm jealous of that one. I don't have that one. I got the Lemon Beak and uh, the Funko one. I actually don't have the Funko. I've got this one and Lemon Beak. I'll get the Funko at some point, but this one's pretty cool looking. I actually love that the face looks a lot more like Darkwing than the Lemon Beak did. Yeah. And it is a hard one. Yeah, it's a hard one. I I hardly ever see it go up, man. Yeah, I think me and Michelle have it. I'm Mm -hmm. not sure if any other of us do. Okay, now this one, uh, let me move these other items real quick. This next one, I do think it's uncommon and it's it's hard to get cheap. Uh, you have it as well. Uh, there yep, is a difference I between- think I my- paid a decent price for mine, though yours yeah. has more prestige again. Yeah. <laughs> and we're talking about the Darkwing Duck board game. Yep. And uh, mine is complete too. It's a little beat up a little bit. Uh, the only thing that with mine that's different than yours is the autographs. As you can see, uh, I got Terry McGovern's, uh, I got Katie Lee's, I got Raw Paulson, and I got uh, Jim Cummings. The only thing is, I hate where Jim signed his. I wish he would have signed it on Darkwing. Yeah. So not rare. It's fairly uncommon. I think it's uncommon, and getting it for a good price is the is the tricky part. Yeah. What do you normally see it go for? I normally see it from like 60 to 100, but I I think 40 is a fair price, though. I I wouldn't pay 60 for less than that. Yeah, I I got mine for 20. Yeah, I think I got mine somewhere between 20 and 30. Okay. All right, Stan, you're up. All right. 
Next up, this one's actually very uncommon. It's it's not in the best shape as you'll be able to tell, but I'm just glad to have one in the packaging. The Darkwing Duck switch plate. Ah, nice. Yep. You could install this over your light switch to add a little Darkwing to your home. I wouldn't so open see. if I were you, though. Oh, I'm not going to. I, <laughs> it has this convenient little thing right there that allows me to hang it on my wall, and that is what I do. <laughs> all right this is my last item it's, it's three and one oh, and oh, before ahead. we continue we should mention that for anyone wanting to see these items you should check out the youtube version of this yeah because otherwise you're just hearing us talking about them yeah <laughs> all right so this is my last item but it's going to be three and one um i have the playmates figures um a couple of them i don't have them all but the, i got three of them autographed so i thought i'd kind of show it uh, I got Honker here, still sealed, uh, complete, and autographed by Katie Lee. Nice. Uh, I got Mr. Uh, Raw Paulson assigned as still beat, still sealed. Cool. He wrote Bada Boom Bada Bing on something, but it's not this. What did he sign when he wrote Bada Boom Bada Bing for me? Well, it could be the board game, or maybe you're thinking of my uh, picture. It could be. And then I got Terry McGovern to sign um, this LP. I do have the Megavolt sealed and uh, Tuscanini, uh, but yeah. I don't have those autographed, obviously. Um, Tuscanini, should... I wouldn't mind getting Tad to sign it. Yeah, in terms of uh, Megavolt, you should see if you can get Dan to sign that. And I'm actually surprised you haven't bought a sealed Darkwing to have Jim sign yet. Yeah, that Darkwing's a little pricey, man. Yeah. So, yeah, I've been waiting to catch somebody slipping on that one. But I got Megavolt and I got Tuscanini seal, but I don't have Darkwing and I don't have uh Goslin and Bushroot. Right. And yeah. obviously those two you'll never get signed. Bushroot, I got a plan with that one. Yeah. You, yeah. <laughs> you know who I, I may get oh, to sign yeah. that one. Yeah, I may get to try to get the trio to sign it, the three writers who who created Bushroot. So I may go that route. All right, so Stan, let's get into our review. Oh, I oh, oh, got, you got one, one more item. Okay, yeah. okay. And I need to back up a little for this because otherwise it's not going to be in the frame all. The Darkwing Duck bedside light. Oh, I don't have that. I got, I no, got the... It's uh, fairly massive, isn't it? Yeah. You know what? Just because you showed I'd, that, I'd now actually, I got something else I could show, but I'm not going to show it today. I actually didn't think it was going to be quite this big. You know, mm -hmm. when I bought it and I got it for, again, an amazingly good deal. <laughs> I wouldn't but open that one either if I were I'm you. Not going to, but I'll show it off a little closer there. Yeah, that's pretty cool, man. All right. All right, Stan, we got to get into some audio because the people who don't list, oh, listen to us on YouTube, they're like, what the hell are they talking about? What are they showing? You know? <laughs> yeah. All right, so let's get into some um, review. But you know what, Stan? I've never looked at the writer because I can't even see his name the way the pages are set on my thing, man. I, I It won't even show me who. Yeah, yeah I can't I'm, even see who. I'm uh, not really sure either. It says I pencil can... by something Diaz Studio writer. I, it doesn't even show me the writer. Uh, if you give me a moment, I can track him down. I've I've got that comic on the wiki page bookmarked so just have to go into that mm. all right so guys today we're going to review um 
Darkwing Duck, the Family Way comic. It was a Disney Adventures comic from uh, December 1995. Yeah, uh, it was the- written by Doug Murray, and the pencils were done by Jamie Diaz Studio and Jose Massaroli. All right, and uh, the cover of this Disney Adventures from 95, December 95, is a uh, Toy Story. Uh, it has Woody and Buzz Lightyear on the cover. Yeah. All right, so Stan, man, uh, get us going. Get, take us away on the family away, or the family way, not the family away. So it starts with Negaduck in jail, you know, fuming over how he's been beaten again, and he doesn't understand what he, what Darkwing has that he doesn't. Because mm-hmm. he's just as smart, just as good looking, and a better dresser. Mm-hmm. But something's happening to the wall behind him, isn't it? Yeah, we got Mr. Megavolt breaking him out. Yep. Or should I say Sparky? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he, he's still upset with uh Mr. Sparky, right? Oh, yeah, because, you know, he took his sweet time in getting there. Mm-hmm. He wasn't there, and then he, like... He feels he needs it. He he gets the idea that he needs a team. Mega Duck feels he needs a team, and Megavolt tells him, "Well, you already got a team. You got the first and five. Yeah, Megavolt's like those dolts. No, I need a real team, a family. <laughs> That's how I'll beat him in the family way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then we get Darkwing, uh, LP, Goslin, and Honker. They're all in the Rat Catcher, and uh, they're riding through the city. And uh, Mega Duck pops up, right? Yep. And what's, what's about to happen or what's going on? Well, he's got some sort of a ray gun machine that he proceeds to shoot Honker, uh, LP, Goslin, and the Rat Catcher with. Mm-hmm. So then what happens to them? It duplicates them. Yeah. It so makes we... another Rat Catcher and a Nega version of honker goslin and lp yep so we got a nega version and their colors have changed because it's the nega version uh yeah, honkers so, in red yep goslin's in green light green and then uh lp's in i guess like a christmas green color yeah mm-hmm. so it doesn't really make a lot of sense that that would be the negative colors of what they're wearing but mm-hmm. what do i know yeah it's still kind of eh, it, it just does it but this plan starts off not so well, though, Stan, right? Yeah, his terror team doesn't seem to want to listen to him. Yeah, so they're not listening to him. They're He's like, I, LP telling him he doesn't want to be a sidekick anymore. Goslin doesn't want to eat her vegetables. And Negaduck turns to somebody for help. Yeah, he wants DW to help him. And Darkwing's like, hey, I think I'll stay out of this one, if you <laughs> don't mind. Yeah. So, you know, Negaduck's trying to convince them that he created them, that he he made them, and it's not going well. LP's like, you didn't make us, you know, you, that's absurd. Yep. Yep, and Goslin's like, give me a break, Nega Pop. <laughs> and then Honker's like, get him! Yep. Yeah, so, you know, Negaduck's trying to prove himself, but they start calling him a traitor and old geezer and everything. And, and they start fighting him. Yep, they get into a brawl. <laughs> What's happening during the brawl? Oh, there's people stepping on hands. There's, you know, punching and kicking, probably some biting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then, um, you know, so Negaduck reaches back out to Darkwing for help. He's like, hey, I'm a fugitive from justice. It's your job to help me. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, so then uh, Darkwing steps in and we get the the uh, iconic catchphrase, let's get dangerous. Yeah. Yep, so uh, Honker comes up with the idea to uh, reverse the, that ray gun. and yep, uh, reverse they, the polarity. Yep, they reverse the polarity and then they fire it and uh, everybody goes back to normal. Yeah, get rid of, it gets rid of the Nega versions and... Mm-hmm. We get uh, the cops taking Nagaduck away. And what does Darkwing say to wrap this up? He says, obviously, Nagaduck has never seen my family fight over who has to do the dishes. Yep, and that's the end. Yeah. So it's a short one, you know, the family ways. What I like about it um, is kind of more Nagaduck and Nagaverse, you know, driven. So it's kind of cool. It's just really short. Um, it. It's hard to really get into depth about this one because it's so short, you know? Yeah. Darkwing's okay. He didn't really do much, which is fine sometimes. You know, Darkwing doesn't always have to be the center of attention for me to like a, a episode or a comic or something. Right. Uh, Stan, I, I, I guess I'm going to go two. Yeah, I'm going to go a little higher than you with a two and a half. I actually, no. A three. I'm going a three. You're going three. Oh, okay. Because I like where the comic was going. I like the idea of Negaduck having mm-hmm. a Nega team, you know, a terror team, if you will. Mm-hmm. I think they could have made the comic longer. Like, I think if they had beaten up Negaduck and then gone on their own crime spree for yeah, a while, that, that would have, I think, made it a better story. You know, mm-hmm. maybe forced, you know, Negaduck to go to Darkwing like, hey, you you got to do this. If, if they destroy everything, what's left for me? Yeah. Uh, I'm with you on that. I'm with you on that, and I I did like uh, the drawing, the artwork. It was very detailed, and they put a lot of detail in the background and everything. I wasn't too crazy about the coloring, though. Yeah, the coloring was a little off. I I did, you know, I didn't have any problem hearing the voices, you know, Mm -hmm. in my head while reading it. You know, that is a problem you have with some comics. Mm-hmm. Some that are dangerous about some money, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> but overall, it was cool. We got a quick cameo from Megavolt. Uh, not, yeah. Like I said, it's not a bad story. Just so short. And, and it could have been more, you know? Yeah. Okay. Should we rate the uh, terror team? Oh, you want to rate the terror team? Well, they are technically villains. and we All right, go for it. Them. Go for it. So go I'd give them about a two, I think. I think they would have been utilized better, as I said, if if they went on a spree and had to be stopped, you know, rather mm-hmm. than what we got. There was potential there, but it feels somewhat squandered. Yeah, I agree with you on that. Um, I guess I'm going to go, I'm going to cheat a little bit. I'm going to go 1.8. <laughs> I just those percentages. Yeah, I, I don't want to go 2 and I don't want to go 1.5. So I'm going to go 1.8 uh same thing with you like the idea was there it was a good idea it just wasn't executed correctly you know so uh i'm gonna go 1.8 i like my score i'm gonna stick with that (laughs) all right stan so uh that's uh the family way short comic again it was on disney adventures december of 95 with the toy story cover um 
are you on a goal to get all 30? I think it's 35 comics from Disney Adventures. Are you trying I'd to love, get all 35? I'd love to have all 35 someday. Yeah, I, I want all 35 too, but I'm not going to go one by one getting them. I'm going to keep doing it in the lot because I do like some of the other comics that come with them, you know, the DuckTales, the Tailspin. Yeah. Uh, you know, I don't care for the bonker ones at all. <laughs> Uh, but there are also some there are always some rare ones that you can find in there. Like uh, there was a Sonic one in before. There was a oh, Simpson yeah. one I've seen in there. Yeah, that Sonic one's one of the rarest Sonic comics because it's technically the first appearance of Sonic the Hedgehog in comic form. Oh, okay. Um, I've seen some Roger Rabbit in a few of them. So that that's a cool thing I, I like about some of these Disney Avengers. Those uh, a score or scurred uh, comics that come with them. You know, it's not always yeah. Disney afternoon stuff. Yep. There's right. actually in one of the last ones we did, there's a great comic I always loved that had Weir Al Yankovic in it. <laughs> All right. Well, Stan, man, before we wrap this up, man, I wanted to give you a chance to uh do a quick little mini review. Um, today's episode for your mini review is comic book capers. Ah, one uh, of I... the uh one of the founding episodes on vhs tapes yep and it was written by the trio also and it, yep. it, it's a classic uh megavolt episode oh yeah it all is right. All right. even so take if it away. some of the uh even if some of the things in that induce a bit of a collar pull nowadays <laughs> yeah like i don't think they get a get away with little running gag uh nowadays yeah all but right so it's a great it story though i love how it it's you know the story is a bit of a vignette like you got everybody adding their influences to it like goslin with the dripping slug monsters and Binky with the cute little uh was it super rabbit or Uh super bunny yeah (laughs) then of course megavolt making himself 50 foot tall Mm -hmm. you know and then darkwing's touch (laughs) on it too you know oh yeah it's like the humor in that episode is spot on. The visuals are amazing. It's a great story. Everybody gets input into it. You yeah. Know. It's a classic. All right. Know. And what score would you give it? I would give that a solid four and a half out of five. Hey, okay, okay. You know, it's, for me... It's one of the good ones. Yeah, you know, for I, I know I already reviewed it, but for me, to me, the difference maker on that one is Binky. Because that's the one that you just don't see her fitting that well with Goslin yeah. and Megavolt and Darkwing. Like, oh, no, this this will not do it all. Yeah. That's my horrible <laughs> Binky impersonation. <laughs> all right, guys, so... um. That's a stand score for comic book capers. And uh, for those of you who are tuning in for the first time, Stan, where can they find us? Good luck. <sighs> Stitcher, Spotify, Google, iTunes, Pocket Cast, Heart Radio, Radio Public, Pandora, uh, Stitcher, Spotify. I think that's all of them. Uh, oh, and YouTube. <laughs> I think that's all of them, but don't quote me on it. I'm not the master like Mike is. I'm just a Padawan. <laughs> all right. And I only got one shout out today. Mike, you might, uh, I called you Mike. Uh, Stan, you might need to help me a little bit. Uh, shout out to Michelle. I don't, I can't remember Michelle's last name. Faf. Ah, okay. So give a shout out to Michelle because Michelle is like, uh, I think, in my opinion, if you're not in our Darkwing chat, she's like an underrated Darkwing collector. She doesn't go on. I say she's right up there with the best of us, if not slightly higher. 
But she's underrated, though, because she doesn't go on social media and showing off her collection and boasting about it. You know, she doesn't do that at all. But I I can only, you know, say based on what I've seen. And she she's willing to drop big money on some rather impressive things. Like she has one collectible neither of us have yet. Mm -hmm. The Disney on Ice Darkwing Duck mask and bill. Mm -hmm. That's something we don't have yet. Yeah, and like I said, she's underrated. People don't, like she's not she's not on the radar for people who don't follow our, our Darkwing chat, who are not a part of our Darkwing chat. You know, she also has a very impressive Vegeta and Hatsune Miku collection. Okay, and uh, she, she her plushie collection. Oh my gosh, she has an yeah, army. Plushie <laughs> army. <laughs> so that's what I say. So I want to give her a shout out because man, Michelle. She's a hardcore Darkwing collector and stuff, man. And she just, people just don't know about her if you're not a part of our Darkwing community chat that we we have a specific uh, messenger chat. Uh, and if you're not part of that chat, you would have no idea because like I said, she doesn't go boasting and bragging about her collection. But uh, I, I wanted to give her a drop today because man, her, her collection is just outrageous, man. So I still I, have hope that you guys will get her on an episode someday. Yeah, we'll see, who knows, man, we tried. But, you know, sometimes it was her, sometimes it was us. You know, just one day, we'll, you know, maybe we'll get her on. But, uh, yeah, that's my shout-out. So, you know, appreciate everyone for tuning in. Uh, today we did the Family Way. I think I know which one me and Stan are doing next. I think it was called the Turnabout Foul or something. Turnabout is foul play? Yeah, something like that, yeah. So that might be our next filler episode, which will probably come after this one. But we just don't know yet when this is going to drop, but we know the order now. <laughs> All right, guys. So thank you for tuning in. And remember to stay dangerous. Stay dangerous, everyone. Good night.